Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.
One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Here we go today. I, I, I think I have something for a lot of people today. At least I hope I do. And this is about uh, on your journey. And this is about something that happens to us all. I mean, what happens to all of us from time to time when we get discouraged? What happens to all of us when we feel like quitting? What happens to all of us when we have that turn back moment? What happens to all of us when it don't seem like it's going to pan out? Because I want you to understand something that everyone, every single living soul has those thoughts about something at some point in their life. I mean, you know, look, I've oftentimes uh, been discouraged about things not happening as fast as I'd like them, or things don't pan out the way I would like for them to have panned out. I mean, there's so many ways to get discouraged. But what, but what my encouragement to you is, when discouragement comes, is understand this. It is a part of the growth process. It is a test. It is a test of your faith. How bad you want it? Do you really believe? That's that's all faith is. It's simply, and I've said this how many times, faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. So when discouragement comes, setbacks comes, it is a test of your faith. At least it's been that way for me. Now, other people can explain it another way. I'm not other people. I can only give it to you the way it's come to me and throughout my life. And man, oh man, oh man, discouragement sometimes is tough to deal with. Because it seems at times when you are discouraged that is so absolute that this means the end. And if you allow it to set in, it can be just that, the end of you. When merely, merely it was a test. That's all it is. But the majority of people that I know who are not successful or who have told me the story of how they gave up, it was because at a moment of discouragement that they allowed it to set in And it became so engulfing that it became the reason why you shouldn't finish. And then they started justifying it with, here the one that I hate to hear. Well, if if it's God's will, excuse me? If it's God's will that you fail? If it's God's will that you're not successful? If it's God's will that you lay down and give up? It's God's will that you... Allow yourself to amount to not to not reach your uh, potential. That's God's will. That's not the God I know. That's not the God I serve. That's not the God I've read about. That's not the God I believe in. I'm sorry. I just my mother always taught me something that he didn't bring me this far to leave me. I just don't believe that. Not for a second. Now. 
Have I convinced myself of some things? Yep. Have I allowed the devil to come into the picture and paint a different one for me? Yep. Yep. I've done all of that. But you can't blame that on God now. Come on. So when when discouragement comes, try to look at it, if you can, as a test of your faith. And you merely have to pass the test. It could be for a day, a half a day, a few hours, a week, a few weeks. It don't matter. Don't nobody know how long the test period is. Your job is to keep the faith and keep moving. Keep the faith and keep moving. Keep working. Keep believing. Keep hope alive. That's your job. If you do that, that's how you pass the test. It could be over tomorrow. It could be over in two weeks. It could be over in a month. You don't know. But all you got to do is wake up and keep the faith and fight the discouraging feelings. And how do you do that, Steve? Now, here we go. This is the part I know about for sure. Because how many times I've had to fight off discouragement in order to get to where God wanted me to be. What do you do when you become discouraged? Well, here's a series of things I do. I think of the outcome. When I get discouraged about a task, I think about the outcome. Man, what would it be like if I were to complete the task? What would it be like, man? What would the outcome be for me if I hung on in there, if I didn't give up? If I, if, if I, if I imagine, I imagine if I don't quit, I imagine if I don't give up, what would it be like? Man, suppose everything I'm hoping for comes true. But if I don't quit and give up, that might just be the case. I start talking to myself like that. I think of what the upside is. What's the upside to staying with it? You see, all this is the same thing. I'm just giving you different ways to look at it. I'm saying the exact same thing over and over, but I'm just trying to find a switch that connects in your mind where you can say, okay, man, I'm going to hang in there. Because if you think of the outcome and the outcome is appealing to you, if you imagine what it would be like if you don't give up or you don't quit, if you, if, if you think only of what the upside is to staying with it, and then I, 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 I go, where can this lead to? If I stay with it, man, and the outcome comes true, where else could that lead me to? Because, I mean, there's always more to it. So where, where else could this lead me to? What are the possibilities, man? What are the limitless possibilities? What could God possibly have in store for me if I just hang in there, if I pass this test of faith? If I just pass this test, now it ain't going to be the only one, but you got to get past this one, though. Then you're going to hit a smooth plane. Then it's going to be another one. It's going to be another one. Life ain't nothing but a series of tests, man. But you gain experience and knowledge as you go through life, and it helps you with the next test. You get better at testing. You get better at testing. What's your true destiny? Think about that when you think about giving up. What is your true destiny? Don't you want to see what that is? Don't you want to see what God really got for you? What does God really have in store for you if you just pass the test? 
if you just hang in there, man, and don't let the devil fool you. And don't let that other force make you think that it's over, that your time has come, that it's not his will. God don't deal in negativity, man. See, Bishop Ulmer taught me something. The way you know that like, something has God's voice in it, it has no sin in it. Quitting, giving up, laying down, falling out for the count, letting go, losing your faith. That ain't got nothing to do with God. Man, when you're thinking about giving up, when you're discouraged, think of the outcome. Imagine what it would be like if you don't quit, if you don't give up. What's the upside to staying with it? Where can this all lead to? What what can this get you to? If the, if you do this and you get to where you think you want to be, oh my God, what's after that? What are the limitless and endless possibilities of holding on to your faith? What could really be out there for me, man, if I just pass this test? You got to talk yourself into hanging in there. And sometimes it ain't nobody talking to you about hanging in there but you. But that's good enough because God has a blessing for you. God's got a blessing with your name on it. God has packages bundled up with your name on it. He got blessings just in boxes with your name on it, man. I want all of mine shipped. I'll be on Faith Street waiting there to receive. I just, I'm just believing he's shipping stuff. But if you keep moving from the address of faith, if you keep getting off Faith Street, where you want these packages to go? They got your name on it, and it's based on your faith. But if you keep moving on Doubt Avenue and Ain't No Way Boulevard, and the packages get delivered only to Faith Street, what you keep moving off Faith Street for? Come on, man. You can't give up. You can't give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride. It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And it is the voice of the nephew holding it down. My uncle will be here shortly working on some coffee or some tea or something of that nature. But he'll be here momentarily. I don't know why you're talking like that. I don't know. For real, why know. are you doing that? I just it felt good. I love access. Go, it felt nephew, good. go. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> ravishing, I must say. <laughs> You're black behind talking like that. I, I must say it. to my and counterparts, just happy Monday to you. Tuesday, I mean. Chitty-o, chitty-o. <laughs> yes. Oh, Shirley Carla. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Good morning. What's happening? <laughs> what's up? Good morning. Great Good morning. day. Great so day. So chilly to Great mama. Day. Man, it's going down every weekend of my life. On the road again next weekend, Dallas. <laughs> Go ahead. Do your thing. Yes. Two, yes. four, six, eight. Well, guess who decided to come home? Oh. Mm. <laughs> my husband. Oh, oh yeah. You, you want to discuss like this the on the air? <laughs> I mean, mm. you know, how hard do we kick it in New Orleans? <laughs> well, Mardi Gras is still going Mardi on. Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kiss. He stuck his key in the door. I said, well, looky, looky, mm. looky. You're lucky it still worked. Yeah, you hadn't changed the locks. <laughs> Girl. He told me, hey, baby. Don't hey, baby, me. <laughs> well, now you know what you got to do next year for uh, Super Bowl. 
<laughs> as long as he right. had a good time. As long as he had a good time. He deserved it. My husband works really hard. Guy trip. He had a good time. My, my cousins and stuff. All good. How cool. was your weekend, Coolness, guys? coolness, coolness. Green Jr. had a blast. Yeah, tell oh, us man. about it. Oh, yeah. How is it? Thank you, Port Smith. We want to thank all y'all for coming out. Yes, sir. A lot of love. Oh, absolutely. A lot, absolutely. Of, love. A lot, a lot of, love. of love, and that boy shut the show down. Let me tell you something. Did he? Tommy kicked it yeah, off, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me tell you something. Y'all got a really big show here. You know, uh-huh. you know we really we're, we're not appreciating. Yeah, yeah we're not really understanding <laughs> don't what miss, we are doing don't here. Miss us. <laughs> we're sitting among greatness. Yeah, Man, don't miss What's this. In this room? Uh, <laughs> uh, looking you? at you differently. I I didn't do much. I I didn't do too much. Just um just chilled. Relax. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of chilled. Uh, hung out with some friends. You know, dinner stuff like that. But I didn't do too much. I just wanted to relax because. Uh, we've been going pretty hard lately, and yeah. I just wanted to chill, you know, and that's what mm-hmm. I did, and I'm happy. <laughs> Can I tell y'all something that got to make y'all happy? What? What? My kids have hid my chains. Oh, and I can't kids, find them. Yay, kids. <laughs> yeah, smart kids right there. They, they trying to figure out why they daddy 50 years old right the change. <laughs> I keep telling you, you embarrass your children no matter what it so. is. No matter what no you matter do. No matter what, just being. Just Remember being. that cheerleading moment I told y'all about? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell us again. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm t- I take my little girl to uh, this cheerleading event. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking, all right, let me, let me go get a bottle of water from the concession stand with my little girl out there in the heat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I come stand over by the fence, mm-hmm. you know, which is close where the cheerleaders are at. But most of the parents are up in the stands. And my little girl, you, you want to talk about a father got his feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. My little girl walks over to me. Uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> and this is exactly I say, I, I say, how she talks. Oh, exactly. And, and I say, I'm, I'm, I brought you some water because in case you needed some. Um, you need to be in the stands where the other parents are. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> And you want to you want to talk about a long walk to the yeah. stands? Oh, she hurt your feelings. And then I got and then I got to the stands, and this guy he sitting up there had no business down there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I said, apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you might want to sit right here until you call for. I yeah. said, okay. It's like right now at this stage, no matter what you do. It's an embarrassment to them. Oh, don't man. do anything out of line. And Kier, you don't know this, uh, Junior, because you don't have children. No. But when they get a certain age, just, you know, fade in the background or something because they you will get your feelings hurt and they will embarrass you. And talk, you're going to you're gonna do yourself. something. Yes, you're going to do something that's going that's like just totally out of line. Yeah. And they're going to be looking oh. at you like, oh, as soon as these people leave, I'm yeah. going to tell you about <laughs> yourself. And don't dance. Don't try to be hip. Don't oh. try to use slang. Oh. None of that. Oh, ooh, ooh. Don't try to drop and do the quan uh, and juju no. on none that beat. None of that. None of that. Because uh-uh. I try to do all that. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> you embe- no matter what you nah. do. You will and my and my my little girl's smart too. She know where the money comes from. She's like, "What are you doing? Playing on a hoverboard? You're too old for this." <laughs> Come on, Daddy, fall stop. off, break You're gonna something. hurt yourself, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna be six months trying to get you back together. Well, not six months. <laughs> Not really. How long it takes those old bones to heal. Okay. (laughs) She's done the research. (laughs) Let me tell y'all this, though, Junior. It's not just the embarrassment, it's helping with homework. Oh, Oh, yeah. Am I smarter than a third grader? Apparently not. No. Because I tried to help my daughter with her homework. (laughs) So she had like a test, right? 
So I picked her up from school. I said, uh, so how'd you do in your test? Well, Mom, since you didn't know three of those <laughs> answers, man, I did uh. okay. But here, but this is the kicker. But it's okay because you just didn't know. <laughs> you. <laughs> My mom threw it back on me. Uh, let me. What? Wait a minute. Uh-uh. Let me, let me see how y'all handle him. Go 18 ahead. minutes after the hour. No, more like 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me try to say the time like you've been here. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Turn him up in my headsets. You Jay Z. Uh huh. <clears throat> Bring the beat in. One, two, three. There, there you is. are. <laughs> Hey, the show he must lives. go on. Yeah, we're talking about our kids. What's the going show on? must go on. Good morning, sir. Yes, yes, it goes on. Now, he got some Quite kids, though. Admirably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what's happening? What I don't doing? even know. How your weekend go? Are you still in bed? <laughs> How the weekend? I wish I was. Uh-huh. That's the problem. Well, I mm. woke up this morning. All I did was sit up in the bed and start screaming. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh. What do you mean do you screaming? Mean? Did you have a nightmare? When I realized what time it was, no, I was that, nowhere near a microphone. That's the clock scream. <laughs> you can't get there, there ain't no way. But remember when we had, used to have those dreams all the time? Do you guys still have those dreams? I have them every now and again. Those what dreams where you sleep, you oversleep. You wake up, it's like nighttime and stuff all over again. You've totally, completely missed the oh. show. Oh, no, I did it in New York, but I actually Tommy went downstairs dressed, and the doorman yeah. said, Mr. Miles, you going out tonight? I said, no, nah, what time is it, man? Uh-huh. He yeah. said, it's it's 7 in the evening. Oh. I, said, I said, that's, that's why a- Law and Order oh, was no. on. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> That's a scary, stressful feeling yeah. right now. I okay. woke up this morning and knew right away what was wrong. All right, we're going to find out about Steve's morning and Steve's something funny when we come back no, at 34 boy. after the hour. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior. Uh, uh, coming up, we have some uh, little-known black history facts. We'll get to that right after this. Steve, <laughs> you are yeah. right. Hang in there. Ah. Gave you a break. <laughs> Huh? Is it tomorrow? No. <laughs> it's right now. All right. It's that time, Steve. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Louder. With we can another edition of <laughs> Liffa. Liffa known black history moment. Liffa. <laughs> We've changed it because I am now Rafus. Now, Rafus Jackson, the first public commentator to ever (laughs) be given a microphone. I began my career Uh back right for slavery. Really, now, Rafus? How old are you? Right for slavery ended. I don't like to discuss my age because it throws people off and they don't focus on the lesson. Well, the bald head certainly makes you look younger. Like mm-hmm. they used to do back in you age well. Times. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. your eyes make you look good. <laughs> well, thank you. As I bat them at you, thank you. Go ahead, Rafels. So here we Not is right. on the first uh, here we inaugural day of uh, 
Black History Month, and I'm here to introduce little known Black History moments. Tearing it up, I know. <laughs> it's days. easy to tear up the language when they took yours. <laughs> I never told mine up, but they had taken mine due mm, to slavery, separated me from mm. several of the people that I had come over here with. Can you read narrators? Yes, I can. Ooh, oh, you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yes, I can. Wow, it just got Ooh. deep in here. Yeah. I learned to read because I was the one that drove the little white boy to school every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you had a car? Can we hear a fact? And I what took his heck? book and said, shit your punk ass, man. Can we hear a fact, please? A little no. Because Here's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Unknown. Junior. Yeah, thank you, Nyrafus. Who was, let me explain how you became known as Junior. One minute. Well, I don't have time to explain it then. Here he goes, Junior. <laughs> Well, thank you, Don Rafis. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen up, everybody. Uh, L.C. Collins, mm-hmm. mm. back in 1894, yeah. uh, was a swindler oh. mm. who had to be a swindler to feed his family. Mm-hmm. Well, L.C. got some chickens on credit. Okay. Okay. Now, he didn't have the money. Now, when the bill came, yeah. the people came and said, we're looking for C.L. Collins, which was L.C.'s son. Uh-huh. <laughs> who was 10 years old out there playing with the chickens. Mm-hmm. And he said, what you want with me for? He said, we come to collect the money for the chickens, which we have found out now that C.L. Collins was the first child to have a bill in his name. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> he was the first one. Now, it was over some chickens. It wasn't before. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the people had wanted their money. Mm-hmm. And that started a long history of what we now know of children who have bills in their names. Yes. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Seal Collins. My love. That's where it started, huh? First one. First one. Did he make you proud, Narephus? Yes, he did. Beautiful <laughs> Jackson. Gonna be one of the top, top of photos in the country today. Thank you, sir. Listen, that has been what? another known little black history for moments that will oh, no. be contention tomorrow. What? Okay. Contention. Yeah. We'll be contention of more of them tomorrow. We're Listen, gonna... have yourself a wonderful day. Uh-huh. And don't forget, picking ain't easy. <laughs> but somebody <laughs> got to do it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Mr. Ann will be here with our national news and our headlines and then right after this, it's run that prank back from the nephew. What you got, Neff? The vacation. The vacation. Sound good, don't it? It really does. Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. like you have some sense. You you mm-hmm. would think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold tight though. The vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. or Mrs. Yeah, this is uh, Trent. Uh, Trent, how are you? This is James with Hospitality from the uh, Palms Resort. Uh-huh, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Listen, um, what we're doing, we're doing a follow-up on, on people who have visited our resort, and we wanted to uh, make sure that you guys had a great time last weekend. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of the hotel again? Uh, Palms. Palms Resort. Palms Resort, uh... 
No, man, we ain't been no on resort. Oh, that okay. You probably got the wrong number. Uh, no, we we have a. Is is your is your wife Valerie? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I know. And well, she was at work all last week, and I was out on business. So you you probably got the wrong number, man. Sorry. All right, Valerie at Nut Drive. Is, is that your address? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay, well, we have it that Mr. and Mrs. Last Friday through Sunday were were here at Palms Resort and definitely had a uh, had a great time. We're following up to see if if, if you guys enjoyed your stay. Hold on, hold on, one man. You got a two. Saba, Mr. and Mrs. came and stayed. You guys had the um, spa treatment for two. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on for a sec. Let me let me let me get a list of everything we did that night that weekend. I want a list of everything we did. Go ahead. Okay, you guys had the spa treatment for two, where we also had a bottle of wine for you all. Do you remember that? Spa treatment. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Saturday, you guys had the the breakfast in bed. We wanted to see how that went. Breakfast in bed. Okay. All right. Okay. And right after the uh, carriage ride, you guys had dinner by the poolside on Friday night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had a ball. Okay. Okay. Poolside. All right. All right. You know, how did you enjoy the um? How did you enjoy the golf lessons for two? Was that good? Golf? I don't listen. I don't even play no golf. But uh, okay, we played golf. Yeah, yeah, we had fun. That was nice. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Golf lessons for two, and then yeah. we also had. Let's see, you guys. Uh, we have pictures for you guys that we wanted to mail out. That your hot tub picture. Everybody has a nice hot tub picture. Pictures of, of of me and my wife at the pool at the in, in the hot tub in the hot tub on late Saturday night after dinner. You remember that? Okay, yeah. Uh, you got my address. I want you to send them pictures to this address so I can see who in the hell on them pictures. Um, 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 I'm sorry. If, if it wasn't me and it was her, I, I want to see who in the hell she was with. Send me them pictures. That wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's now, am I speaking to, to Mr. Yeah, yeah. This is Trent. This is me. Oh, 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 okay. Buy treatment for two dinner by the poolside. Hey, man, what, what's your name? <sighs> Sir, this 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 doesn't seem to be going well. I, I'm 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 real hesitant if I have the right person or not. I do apologize for the call. No, okay? no, 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 no. no. I, okay, you just you just gave me a list of everything me and my wife did, and you just gave me the name of the hotel. What what is your name? No, it's Palms. 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 Like tree, sugar palms. palms. Okay, some. Okay, now what is your name? Sir, I'm not at liberty to give give my name at this point. I, I'm not certain if I'm talking to the actual right person. Okay, listen, you was at liberty to tell me everything we did this past weekend, so you at liberty now to tell me your name. I want your name. Give me your name. Sir, I'm not, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna do this, sir. I um, evidently I've made a mistake on the actual call. I do apologize. I am with hospitality. What? Palms Resort. I I just called to actually recap and make sure everyone had a great time. Okay, so uh, Mr. Hospitality, let me tell you something. It, 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 you ain't doing real good hospitality work right now. I'm gonna need your name so I can verify who you is when I confront my wife with these uh, with this spa treatment and pool and golf and that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we just had a good time then so that's what you're telling me uh, evidently it was a good time we do have you guys signed up for the latter part of july to come back again hold on hold on one more minute july i'm out here busting my and she is out here enjoying herself with carriage rides and the pool ride and the and the champagne by the by the jacuzzi hold on one 
And and, 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 and and the spa treatment, sir. And the spa don't treatment. The okay, spa. don't forget about the spa treatment and the pictures. Tell me your name, man. Tell, tell me your name. What is your name? Sir, uh, with, with, uh, I'm not at liberty to give my name. My only thing is I'm supposed to call and represent hospitality, okay? You was at liberty to tell me all the we just did. Spa treatment, the pool side, uh, the coos, the pictures. I'm sure you know by now I'm not the Mr. you talking about. I, I'm starting to gather that, sir. Yeah, gather that, and, and when you gather that, gather your name and tell me your name. Okay, sir, what, what what does my name have to do with what's going on? What I mean, Listen, you... I did your name. You was telling me all this that we did. I want to know who verified all this that went on. What's your name? Um, sir, I, I don't want to get in the middle of a, of a, of a domestic... No, you already in it. You in the mix. You in the middle. You on the side. You all in between this We're going to get it straight. What's your name? Uh, uh, sir, is 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 Miss Valerie there right now? No, nah, Miss Valerie ain't here. Valerie at church right now. But I tell you this, I hope she in there. I hope she praying. I hope she paying her tithes. I hope she in there praying for the both of us. So when she get home, the Lord going to be necessary and here tonight. But f*** that. What's your f- name? Don't worry about Valerie. Sir, why are you, you, why are you raising me? your voice at me? Telling me all this what is your name? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Sir, I, I, I don't really want to... I don't want to get involved in the middle of this. Listen here, I'm tired of going back with all this back and forth of what we done did this weekend. Tell me your name. What is your name? Okay, I will tell you my name if you quit screaming at me. Okay, go ahead, man. Tell me your name. <laughs> hey, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Valerie, got me to prank phone call you. I be. <laughs> boy, Tommy, boy, you play too. <laughs> you was finna be some <laughs> up in here when Valerie got home. You hear me? <laughs> boy, you you gonna get somebody killed. You a <laughs> fool. All right, man, I gotta ask you one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. She is here. Please introduce Ladies her. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Miss Ainge Trip. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Shirley Collin, Tommy Jr. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Antrip with the news. Well, protesters in cities all over the country yesterday held Not My President's Day rallies, chanting things like, no ban, no wall, the Trump regime has to fall. President's Day marches began wow. at noon in several municipal yeah, they were hiding signs and everything. New York City marches made their way to Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. And there were similar rallies in Chicago, Washington, D.C., Dallas, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and several other cities yesterday for President's Day. The Congressional Black Caucus, speaking of presidents, says it will meet with President Trump after all. That according to the CBC's Congression, Congressman Elijah Cummings. The Congressional Black Caucus wrote him on January the 19th. He never answered the, the letter until a day or so ago. Uh, but they have laid out an agenda where uh, they'll be meeting with him and trying to resolve some, some urban issues and, and issues throughout the country. I've got kids that got to have schooling. I've got people who need medical care. And I've got to work with them on the things that I can. But where our values clash... We'll have to go toe-to-toe, period. 
Hmm. Maryland Democrat was on uh, CBC's, uh, C- CBS's Face the Nation and says he thinks the meeting will take place when the Congress returns from its recess, which will be next week. Authorities in Chicago have charged a 26-year-old suspect with the murders of a man and his two-year-old nephew after their deaths were inadvertently yeah. broadcast on Facebook Live. And you folks know about this. Devon Swan accused of shooting Lazarus Collins and little Levante White in the head as they drove by him, according to the Chicago Tribune. Cops say that the uncle was a gang member and was targeted intentionally. Lazarus Collins' girlfriend is four months pregnant. She was in the car. She was wounded but is listed in fair condition, and her unborn child also survived. Meanwhile, other arrests are expected in this awful case. Good news for a Jacksonville, Florida mother named Marissa Alexander. She's now free. Miss Alexander, you may remember, she spent almost a half a dozen years either locked up or confined in her house because she she was convicted of aggravated assault for firing a warning shot at her husband, who she says was abusing her and threatening her. Remember that? Uh The bullet didn't hit him or anything. It hit a wall. Meanwhile, she had to go to prison. Ms. Alexander now plans to take up the fight for domestic abuse victims and push for a change in what advocates say has been the uneven application of Florida's Stand Your Ground law. She didn't hit anybody, and she said she was standing her ground. Mm, Oh, finally, the most trending item on It really is horrible. Mm-hmm. Finally, the most trending item on Twitter after the NBA All-Star Game this weekend was something that the Cavaliers' Kyrie Irving said during a podcast. He said that he thought the world was flat. So a reporter asked him about what? it. He seemed to stand by the statement. I think people should do their own research, man. Um, and then, uh, you know, hopefully they'll either back my belief or they'll kind of throw it in the water. Um, I think what I think it's interesting for people to find out. You see Shut up. Of- the planet, though, right? Like yeah. it's a circle. So yeah, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of things that have, have uh, that, that my educational system has said that was real and turned out to be completely fake. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, after being repeatedly mm-hmm. asked about it, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> people kept saying, Don't "Come on, say I know it, you're Tommy. kidding. You got to be kidding." He still sounded like he. Well, he might have been stirring up conversation, but I can't. You decide. The fact that it's a social phenomenon that Kyrie thinks the world is flat is hilarious. I mean, it, don't really, it doesn't really have a, you know, a relevance over my life. I mean, you know, I just feel like that the fact that it's even a conversation is hilarious. Like, it's, yes. I mean, we got ask, like, relevant, relevant questions, what's going on in the world, like, what's really going on. But what I really believe or, you know, who I really am, that, that'd be nice. But the fact that that's what everyone got out of the podcast, that's, you know, that's hilarious to me. Yeah, it was wow. hilarious to other people, yeah, too. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes no sense. I mean, what? Ask him what's going on Why in the give world? a damn? <laughs> They you asked the him, you know, cool. haven't yeah. you ever seen a picture of the globe right. the, yeah. of the and planet? Yeah, all that stuff <laughs> from outer space. And why hasn't he fallen off? I yes, just want to know. exactly. But mm-hmm. he said we need to check our facts and deal, well, whatever. But now back to what, see. Though, but you know mm-hmm. what, though? That's just mm-hmm. the world we live in today. A podcast, the mm. Snapchat, the blogs. We actually care about stuff that's on there. If you're sitting up in here, if we for us to even be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty stupid, though. It's like, from the experts, Steve. <laughs> that from the was experts. pretty so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Ann. Hold on. Yeah. What did you just say, Tommy? That was pretty stupid right there. Now, he, he wow. made a hell of a stupid statement. That was pretty stupid. Wow. Wow. Makes you look mm. smart. When you didn't outdone me on stupid. Do you that, feel that, smart? That, you feel smart now? You got a genius. A genius. <laughs> Wow. You're Tommy, shaking your head. You said <laughs> that was pretty stupid. Yeah. It. Yeah, if I must say so myself. What time is it? Let me see. <laughs> it's 7.09. <laughs>
<laughs> Eastern time on a Monday. Tuesday. It's two. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. We was off. Uh-huh. The 21st. 7.09 on the 21st of Tuesday. Um, Tommy said <laughs> that the Kyrie Irving statement on podcast was pretty stupid. I won't make note of that, folks. <laughs> why? <laughs> because that's pretty you profound. One of the stupidest people I know. <laughs> Without question. Yeah. You ain't never heard me say nothing that stupid, though. That was pretty stupid. You guys no, what? no, no. Oh, you've topped it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've topped it. Yeah. It's just yours come yes, with such Tommy. regularity. Yeah. Mine yeah. is, what the hell is Kyrie talking about? Yours is, Tommy, what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One more time, Steve, so we can be clear. Uh, seven oh nine on this Tuesday on the twenty first. saying crack it up. Uh, Tommy made a statement yeah. that something was really stupid. I know the nerve of you to judge. Mm-hmm. No, the fact that he has judged it uh-huh. should Pointing solidify how stupid it is. Yeah. Yeah. True. But you know what, on the real, for us to even, like you say, to even be talking about that, we got we got major stuff going on, man. Oof. Major stuff going on. Yeah, mm. we got a president ain't got a clue. We got a lot to be worried about. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. he's definitely I... non-presidential, man. He's a business guy, but this is who they voted for, see? Yeah. And yeah. we can kill the surprise because he did. He ain't doing nothing he say was going to do. It's overwhelming, we're doing everything, though, man. We sent up in here just as surprised. But like the Black Caucus said, you know, we got to get some help over here and here. And then after that, the stuff that they have different value uh, conflicts on, he gonna, they going to go toe-to-toe about them. But they going know. in to talk about what they can get out the deal. Who the most ignorant, him or Kyrie? You. Oh. Wow. And Kyrie from Cleveland. What is wrong with you Cleveland people? Kyrie play in Cleveland. <laughs> Butterfly standing by. Thank you, Miss Ann. Waiting in the wings with the Butterfly blog. We'll be back at 18 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. uh, The Butterfly waiting in the wings. He's standing by with his Butterfly blog. Um, The blog. He went to the All-Star game. I don't know what he's going to talk about today. Can't even give you a clue. I don't know. He he was what? With Junior and Tommy on stage, huh? Oh, yeah. He did that. Oh my God. Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning to my public. Good morning to all of you all. Oh. Well, good morning, Butterfly. Butter Flutter. Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Good morning, Carla. Other voice not speaking. Hey. Stephen. Junior. Junior don't have his headset plugged up. Tommy. What's happening? I said, what's up? Are you and Tommy okay? We heard you were at yeah. the um, show. Oh, we good. We show good. this weekend. How did it no, go? No, we're good. We're good. Oh. I, I did a doggone thing in Portsmouth. So thank everyone in Portsmouth, Virginia, for coming out. And I know you enjoyed me thoroughly. I know you did. And I enjoyed you all as well. It's such a pleasure. Eh. Mm-hmm. And the boys did good, too. They was cute. Anyway, um, I'm glad cute. you approved. <laughs> they did. They did good. And Junior closed the show. So, Junior, you did the doggone thing at the end. You did very, very good. Thank you. Funny. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that Junior or Steve? It don't matter. I'm just trying to go and keep the show moving. So here is the blog. The blog is the Oscars. And, you know, I'm really getting back into, you know, making clothes. So, Steven, I'm going to need some connections with you. First of all, I want to go to the Oscars, so I need you to make that phone call. That's Secondly. Sunday. This Sunday. Mm-hmm. He can make a call today. I'll be, I'll be front row. Anyway, listen. So, secondly, here's what I want. Yes. I don't want to be sitting in the bay. Um, <laughs> I would like for you to help me with, um, like, Miss um, Miss Viola Davis. I would like to make her outfit for the Oscars. <laughs> go on, go to the, the top, moment. baby. Okay, and then of course, Ms. Octa- the wasn't you made to know damn. I want to make yes, they are. I want to make Miss Viola Davis. I want to make Miss um, Octavia Spencer. I want to make their dresses, um, and then I want to make I want to make Denzel's tuxedo. <gasps> Because, you know, he's nominated for Best Actor. Yes, so I want him is. to be on stage receiving his award in my suit. So he'll say, he'll say when they ask him what he's wearing, he's wearing a Eugene Ferguson. <laughs> on the red carpet. On yeah. the red carpet. And he said, what are you wearing today, Denzel? And he gonna, you know, he's going to do that little smile. He goes, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing Eugene Ferguson. I'm going I'm to give, uh, it's going to be great. So, Stephen, those are the three phone calls I need. Uh, just give me the number out your phone. Viola Davis, <laughs> oh, Octavia Spencer, and of course Denzel Washington. I know you got Denzel Washington number because y'all are friends. But they won't. They don't know you, Butterfly. I, I mean, if you call them, just they they won't answer your call probably. And it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. When you gonna get started? Did you, Charlie Carla? What do you think about Miss Octavia Spencer in, in very it nice? Don't take peak. no time to make mess. <laughs> do you see Miss Octavia what Spencer in some nice? Oscars? Peacock feathers. It's Sunday, Steve. This Sunday. Yes. This Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's what It'll I'm be saying. ready. It'll but be I know ready how to sew. Fa- I have sewing machines, Stephen. I know what I'm doing. Did you I got- see Viola Davis in that beautiful yellow gown she had on? Yes. I yeah. Did- and when she get this Eugene Ferguson on, it's gonna even be even better. You just you don't understand. I'm thinking about putting her in red. It's uh-huh. gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then Octavia Spencer, I'm going to put her in a nice tur- turquoise blue with peacock feathers, or feathers around the neck. It's going to be good. Mm. Now, she just itching the yeah. entire time. <laughs> just blowing Man, it. Man, ain't, no, ain't nobody fit to wear that ugly-ass mess you be making. Getting the feathers out of her mouth. You're going to call Denzel Washington, and you're going to call him today and tell him he wearing a Eugene Ferguson tuxedo. Oh. That's First what you question gonna... out his mouth. Who the oh. hell... It's Eugene Ferguson. <laughs> and you going to tell him he's one of your co-hosts on the show. Mm, got that, Boom. Steve? Boom. So, <laughs> Baby your uh, design is called Eugene Ferguson. Yeah, so it's, EF. Uh, EF. So, mm. it's Ferguson, comma, Eugene, without the E. Oh, it's yeah. just a U. Yeah. And then Gene. So what it comes out to is if you put it on, it's called F U Fashion. Now you you messing up my lace. <laughs> You're you listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Soldier Boy Chris Brown at it again. They fight. They, they can't seem to get it together. So uh, we'll talk about that. Why it takes so long to whoop somebody ass? Why you just y'all get this over with? Soldier Boy says Chris is scared to fight him. Uh oh. Cause it's social media. It don't work like it used to, Tommy. Just meet in the street, get it over with, and get on back on your bike and go home. Hey man, when the, the bell rings, <laughs> I'm whipping your. That's ass. it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, 
Folks, when the bell rang, <laughs> man. All right. Soldier Boy says Chris Brown is scared to fight him. Boy. Now, <laughs> this is the latest episode of I the Soldier Boy and Chris Brown drama. Soldier's taken a Twitter to voice his frustrations um, and allege that Chris is refusing to sign the contract for their celeb boxing match. Soldier even accused Chris Brown of being scared, tweeting, I caught two fades in the streets since this whole beef blank, and uh, I won both two fights. Two fades yeah, in the street? What fades. does that mean? I had no idea. Two fights. Two fights, two fights um, in the streets. How I knew that, I don't know, Tommy. You but You figured it out. He had one of them Cat Williams fight with a 15-year-old. <laughs> and he said, and I won both fights. I guess Chris must have heard and got scared. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> come on, boy. <laughs> tell y'all again. I'll mess around and get you a dancing air whooping. He just going to dance and whoop your behind. <laughs> You need to leave Chris Brown alone before it go bad, man. You're just going to keep on, dog. Yeah. Come on, soldier. Man. But Chris Let Brown go, won't man. sign the contract, so the fight is Maybe he think it's right. stupid. Yeah, because we do. <laughs> I was looking forward to actually seeing uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, you was going to buy it on pay-per-view? You was going to really get it? I want to see it. Yeah, this is some foolishness. I want to see it. This is some straight foolishness. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Maybe Chris is no longer interested in fighting, it says, or the money in the contract wasn't enough. Oh. Or maybe Soldier's just trying to keep this going because he needs the money for his attorney fees. Either way, it seems like, huh? Don't he weigh nine pounds, eight (laughs) ounces? How much does Soldier Boy weigh? 19. (laughs) 19 pounds? Yeah. Training video wasn't impressive at all. <laughs> Not at all. And no, who, who's I training him? Boy, Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> no, listen Floyd Mayweather was Floyd training listen to Sol- me. Soldier. Listen to me. Uh-huh. I'm 60. Yeah. I can whoop Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his training video. <laughs> so Floyd Mayweather is training Soldier. Mike Tyson is training Chris Brown. <sighs> Mike Tyson don't think this is ludicrous. Absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. He don't see this. <laughs> we, we got a prank for you. It's coming up at 48 after. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Update, update, update. Uh, <laughs> first of all, let me tell you this. At the top of the hour, uh, we have the strawberry letter, the subject three-way love affair. Uh, nephew's coming up with his prank. Mm-hmm. And then right before we get right before we get to all of that, though, uh, here's here's a note that we missed on the um, Soldier Boy Chris Brown story. Soldier Boy has fired his trainer, Floyd Mayweather. That is breaking news. He has fired his uh, trainer. He's hired Evander Holyfield. Oh, yeah. Goodness. So it's going to be Mike Tyson against Evander Holyfield again. So what you do is you you get rid of the greatest pound per pound fighter. I love Holyfield. Ain't nothing wrong with getting Absolutely. Holyfield because he got championship quality. But you He's thinking no it's the trainer, so <laughs> yeah. you think hold on, you think the reason what? you ain't punching hard enough is cause of Floyd. 
Oh man. Uh, let's what? hope this is a bad joke. Let's hope this one. Man. This no, I like all these old ass names he going to get though. I like Floyd Evander. Evander. Yeah, TMZ is reporting well. as to why Floyd is out. Soldier Boy felt like uh, Floyd was too busy. Their interest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. He yeah. needs to have a career. That's a true statement. Yeah. I don't even know nothing about this. But that statement is true. Floyd is busy. You know why? Because Floyd got a lot of money. Floyd got a lot of real estate. Man. He looked like Jimmy Walker. It like it, it it's, this ain't good. Hey man, where is Soldier Man at again? <laughs> Where's Soldier Man? Come on, Junior. Somebody needs to talk to Soldier Boy. I'm trying to reach a yard. Carmen, please. This is she. Hi, Carmen. My name is Keith. Keith, I'm calling you from Insurance Group. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. You and your husband, uh, what is it? Uh, Harvey? Harvey, is that right? Yes, yes, it's Harvey. Okay. You guys actually put applications and actually went in and got your physicals done for life insurance, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, I actually uh, am calling you from the insurance group. I have you all's lab results and everything as far as uh, your physicals and uh, blood tests and things of that nature. Is there any way I could possibly talk to both of you guys at the same time, you and Harvey? Is that possible? Um, well, sure. He, he's at work right now, um, but I can get him on the phone. Okay. It, it would be, uh, be kind of easy if I kind of explain everything to both of you guys at the same time, is that, if that's okay. Okay. Something wrong? Uh, no, nothing's wrong. I mean, I, I think I need to just try to bring a few things to you guys' attention, but I think, you know, after that, it's pretty much you guys' uh, decision on what you do. But I just wanted to let you know a few things about, you know, the, the results and things of that nature, life insurance, the whole nine yards, okay? Uh, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Hello? Hey, babe. Hey, sweetheart. Um, look, I got the insurance people on the line. They want to try to get both of us on the phone uh, to talk to us about the insurance stuff. Oh, cool, uh, cool, I, cool, cool. Hey, Harvey, how you doing? This is Keith. Keith from uh, Insurance Group. How are you? Hey, good. What's happening, Keith? Good, good. Listen, um, I want to give you guys a call and kind of follow up. You guys did physicals and uh, right. blood tests and the whole nine yards, and I want to give you guys a call. It's kind of better if I talk to, um, to both of you guys at the same time. So do you have a minute that we can actually use uh Kind of get some of this information out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm on a little break right now. I'm good. Okay, great. First of all, we've gotten all your, your lab results back, everything. And I, I kind of got a few questions for you guys that, uh, that I'm a little puzzled on. How, how long have you guys actually been married? Uh, well, we've been together years. about three years. Yeah. Three years. Okay, now, prior to being married three years, how long did you guys know each other before you got married? Uh, what you say, babe? About five and a half, five, six years? Yeah, about six years. Okay. You guys have been knowing each other pretty close to nine years now. All together, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you actually from the same hometown? Do you grow up in the same hometown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we grew up. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm sorry, is this questioning, I mean, is this about the insurance or? Well, I mean, the there's a few things that's, that's actually uh, puzzling, Carmen, that we need to. <sighs> this this, this is some news I, I actually didn't want to bring you guys, but I, I mean, we have to. I have to actually give you this news. Looking at our records, looking at all the test results, and, and let me be the first to tell you that we run these results over and over and over, trying to make right. sure we are completely 115, 20% right, okay? What's the problem with the test? Well, 
looking at our test guys, Harvey, Carmen, it, it's indicating that you guys are related. And nine times out of ten, you are you guys are siblings. What? Hold on, man. What? Okay. I, and and I, I understand the shock. It took me. It took everything I had to, to make this phone call. I did not want to make it. But looking at our records, and we went over oh, these records oh, oh, over oh. and over, and, and and the blood work tells us that you guys are actually siblings. Are you serious? This is not a this is not a laughing matter, not a joking matter. You know, I like I said, I did not want to call with this information. But well you did make the call, man. Look, you need oh, to go back I, I don't know what you need to to go back and, and, and double check your records or something because oh, this we've been married three years. Three Check with the lab, man. Can you check with the lab and like call us back I, and let I, us know they made a mistake? You know what, Harvey? I, and I and I and I knew those questions would come up, and we we went over it. We went over it and over it and over it. Uh, well, y'all need to go over it again because uh, that, that, that don't make no well, damn sense. Hold, 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 hold on, baby. I got this. You make the call, and this got to be wrong. So what you need to do is make another call and call the lab and call us back and let us know that you either know they made a mistake or something. Oh, you talking about me and my wife. Uh, and I understand it, Harvey. Harvey, let me ask you this. Is it possible, no. you know, and this is just a, a question. Yeah. Is it possible that your dad and maybe her mom maybe knew each other at some point? And what the hey, f What the f you say about my mom and dad? That, that, that's some straight Look, at you need to have, go back and do whatever you need to do. But I'll tell you what, you say some like that again, I tell you, my baby's going to be coming down there and beat your for saying some to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's another. All right. Great one. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. 
Subject, three-way love affair. Dear Stephen Shirley, yes, not what you think. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 40-year-old woman who has been seeing three different men for some time now. One lives with me, and honestly, I care about him, but he really can't support us like a man is supposed to. He is 49, nice-looking, no driver's license, no drive or ambition, and he has four baby mamas. He really is a nice guy. His sex game is bananas. He has called me out of my name, and he threatened to hit me, but he has never put his hands on me. The second guy lives in Arizona, and he treats me like a queen. He buys me gifts, took me to Hawaii for my 40th birthday, shows me respect, and even sends my mother flowers. He is the real deal, and I honestly love him too, but there are some things that I can't stand about him. He is arrogant as heck, and he thinks he knows it all. Arrogant as hell is what the letter says. And he thinks he knows it all. He is not that attractive, and his sex is horrible. (laughs) The third guy is the one that I am crazy in love with, and honestly, I don't know why. He was married when we first got together. He lied and told me that they were separated and living in separate houses. I later found out that was a lie. We never go anywhere, and he has only bought me one thing. Now, this man is gorgeous, tall, dark, and he loves his kids as well. He has a good job, and we used to have fun together. He kept telling me that he was going to get a divorce. Well, guess what? His wife died, and we still are not together. I honestly think he has someone else. I know I sound dumb as heck. Now, that really does say heck to even be dealing with these men. I know I need to clean my slate and just be single. I really need someone else's insight. Surely, what's your advice? You sound like the Builder Bear story. Yeah. She didn't want your advice, don't sound like that. Oh, really? But she yeah. says, oh, okay. Dear Steve and Shirley at the time. No, no, but you saw that. No, it's cool. All you right. saw Ain't that. No she Ain't no definitely... problem, though. <laughs> do I do this when they say Steve? No, I do not. Okay. No, okay, but go ahead, Shirley, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> All go right. Ahead. You sound like the Build a Bear store. Remember those? Do they still have them? My, my... Oh, do we remember Build a Bear? The Build a Bear store. Oh, you okay? bring that up? I mean, with these three different men, these three different relationships. Okay, one has good sex, you say, uh, but but no driver ambition, and he has four baby mamas. Uh, You live with him. The second guy, very generous, but ugly and arrogant with horrible sex. The third guy is a handsome widower with a good job, but probably has someone else on the side because he didn't even uh, try to get with you after his first wife's passing, after his wife's passing. You said it. Yes, you need to clean your slate and just be single for a while. In other words, you need to take a seat. You need to have a seat for a while and and stop being in these desperate relationships with these men who obviously don't think enough of you and and are not even qualified to step up and uh, be with you full time. You're all over the place in, 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 in these relationships. In this letter, you're, you're with too many men doing t- too many things. You're, you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. Just have a seat. Sit down. Work on you and, and, and try to figure out why you have a need to have all these men. Why don't you just have a, uh, one good relationship? Um, I just don't think you need to be in a relationship at all. And you don't think so either because you said it. You need to clean your slate and just be single. Think about what you're doing and what you want in a man and and what you can offer and what he'll bring to you. That's what it is. Steve? Well, now, 
we're at the end. So since you said your advice for Shirley, hear what I'm going to do. When we come back, ain't no damn song. It's just (laughs) me and you, lady. It's just me and you. Because you didn't want Uncle Steve advice. You just said, I need some insight. Shirley, what's your advice? Oh, you don't want Steve's? Yeah, well, that's what you're going to get because it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We'll be back at 18 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. We're in the middle of the strawberry letter part two uh, coming up. It'll be all Steve, uh, three-way love affair. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it's it's all Steve. No, ain't no song. No song, Uh yeah. No, Mm -hmm. sure. Because you know why? And you know why we got to do it like this today? Why? And I want to ask everybody to beg my pardon because at all this letter, then at the end, I really see need something else's in someone else's insight. Shirley, what's your advice? So, uh-uh. do I get upset when they say, Steve, I need to hear from you? Do I get upset? No. I, I don't care about you getting upset. <laughs> just be an adult, Steve, and just deal with it. Well, let's see I what kind of advice he, <laughs> you know, let, Let's make sure she's an adult. <laughs> Just deal with it. Come on. This Steve and Shirley, I'm a 40-year-old woman who has been dating three different men for some time now. One lives with me, and honestly, I care about him, but he really can't support us like a man is supposed to. He's 49. He nice looking, no driver's license, no driver ambition, and he has four baby mamas. Mm. He got drive. He got drive. He just can't go nowhere. <laughs> but all his drive is in the wrong place. He ain't got no ambition. He ain't got no license. You live with. He's a really nice guy, and his sex game is bananas. That's how he got four baby mamas. See, his oh, sex yeah, game is bananas. His driving game ain't bananas. <laughs> his ambition ain't bananas. <laughs> his goals and visions ain't bananas. But the boy is a baby making machine. so you just got to go with it now he has called you out your name and he has threatened to hit you but he ain't never put his hands on me alright you need to get out the second guy lives in Arizona listen to this he treats me like a queen he buys me gifts took me to Hawaii for my 40th birthday shows me respect even sends my mother flowers He's the real deal, and I honestly love him too. But there are some things I can't stand about him. He is arrogant as hell. That's because he buys all them gifts. He thinks he knows it all. That's because he didn't bought everything. And he is not that attractive. He has to buy stuff. And his sex is horrible. He got to buy all this. You ain't frying no bacon. You got to start buying trips, cars, houses, Your mama flowers. You gets to go to Hawaii. But he think he in there doing something. Mm. Mm. He in there hollering all by his damn self. (laughs) Uh. He the only one in there hollering. Sweating up a stone. You in there doing your nails while he getting it. That's the way it works. The third guy's the one that I'm crazy in love with. This is how you know she real ignorant. And honestly, I don't know why. He was married when we first got together. He lied and told me they had separated. They living in separate houses, but you ain't never been over to his house. 
I later found out that was a lie. We never go anywhere. How can he be seen with you when he got a wife? He has only bought me one thing. That would probably a pack of condoms. Now, (laughs) this man... (laughs) See, she didn't name the one thing. This man is gorgeous, tall, dark, and loves his kid as well. Yeah, but he don't love you, though. See? He has a good job, and we used to have fun together. He kept telling me he was going to get a divorce. Well, guess what? His wife died, and we still are not together. Mm-hmm. Don't need a you. divorce now, do we? She dead. Why are you still trying to hang on? You really need to find out why this woman died. that's what you really need to do (laughs) is to keep looking in the high if you keep bothering him what happened to you you need to look in the cause of death you need to get out to the coroner's office and pull some records Mm. and guess what his wife died and we still not together honestly I think he has someone else yes he do Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course I know I sound dumb as heck Yes, you do. To even be dating these men. Yeah. Yes, I need to clean my slate and just be single. Yeah. I really need someone else's insight. Shirley, what is your advice? Well, let me give you mine. You got four nothing. You got four nothings. You and them three men. Mm. And you ain't nothing to either one of them. See, you're trying to figure out why all the all three of these men ain't your everything when you ain't now one of they everything. See, once you spread yourself thin, you're going to get thin results. You sleeping with three men. Ain't none of them your everything. Ain't none of them your soulmate because they know what thin is. They know you spread it thin. They know you live with this dude. They know that. Unless you lying too. You've been all up in Hawaii with this dude, got money, treat you respect, call your mama, give her flowers. But he agging as hell. But you just like the trips. Now in bed, he just a walking disaster. He the only one in there just hollering. He done towed a bedroom up by his dad's Tommy. That's when you. That's when you're going at it wrong. Lady, are you serious? You can't expect any one of these men to be their everything, and you're none of their everything. Think she's fine though? Mm mm. No, she's not fine at all. She just loose. She's everywhere. She ain't fine. She just loose, dog. I mean, you. she in here doing some tricks. Uh, uh, Do you hear me? Uh-uh. She in here doing some tricks. She flipping and turning. She done wore herself out, actually. What's wrong? Right now, she 40, she just tired. I like to go to the trick show, though. Let's see. Some trick shows ain't good. Huh. <laughs> it's like going in the fun house and find out it ain't ain't really fun. Mm-hmm. 
ain't fun. I bust my head against the mirrors when I go in there. Do y'all bust y'all head against the mirrors in the front house? No, I usually step over. See. All right. Uh, right there. Right there. Miss right there. <laughs> Ann is, is coming up with our national headlines. They down there to make you think it's a hole in the floor. <laughs> you supposed to just step over, man. You busted your head on the You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, Miss Ann, with our headlines and our national news today, right after this. From Solange Grammy winner. Come on, Junior. Crazy in the sky. <laughs> Love that song. It's Cranes, though. You show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is here. With our national news, the lovely and talented Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Shirley Girl. You're Thank welcome. you very much. <laughs> this is Antrip with the news, everybody. Well, President Trump has selected a new national security advisor. He's retired Army Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster, and the commander in chief is singing his praises. He's a man of tremendous talent and tremendous experience. I watched and read a lot over the last few days. He is highly respected by everybody in the military, and we're very honored to have him. McMaster is to succeed General Michael Flynn, who was forced to submit his resignation last week over what he did and did not tell the vice president about a phone call he had with the Russian ambassador last December before Donald Trump was inaugurated president and therefore before he even had the job as national security advisor, which would make him a private citizen if he was negotiating policy. That would be against the law. General McMaster is a three-star Army general who up to now has headed the Army's Capabilities Integration Center. That's sort of an Army strategy think tank. A grand jury indicted a former National Security Agency contract on charges of violating the Espionage Act. Harold Martin accused of stealing thousands of classified documents over a period of 20 years. The FBI says it found piles of documents gathering dust in his car and in a backyard shed. Tops at the weekend box office, the holiday weekend box office, the Lego Batman movie, Fifty Shades Darker was number two. Wow. Matt Damon's The Great Wall came in in third place, a disappointment for him. John Wick, Chapter Two, hanging in fourth place. In fifth place, Ice Cube's Fist Fight, really funny movie. And in sixth place, Hidden Figures, which has made $142 wow. million dollars so ahead. far. Deserve that's a lot. So. That means a lot of word of mouth to people yeah. telling people, go see this movie. Speaking of which, it's Black History Month. Time now for today's Black History Note. Note, there would be no light bulb if it were not for the genius of a black American. Lewis Howard Latimer holds the patent for the first cost-efficient method for producing carbon filaments for electric lights. And besides holding the patent for the filament inside the light bulb, Latimer also holds the patent for the screw base. Thomas Edison holds the patent for the globe. Lewis Latimer was born in Chelsea, Massachusetts in 1848. His father, George Latimer, was an escaped slave whose capture kicked off the first of the highly publicized fugitive slave trials back in 1842. As a young man, Lewis Latimer enlisted in the Navy and later became a patent draftsman. In fact, he made many of the drawings for Alexander Graham Bell's telephone patents. Latimer later worked for the United States Electric Lighting Company and was responsible for other significant innovations involving electric lighting. It was Lewis Latimer who supervised the installation of electric lighting plants in New York, Philadelphia, and Toronto, Canada. In his later years, Lewis Latimer became a head draftsman for the Board of Patent Control. Lewis Latimer, the man who gave us two-thirds of the light bulb, a person of note, a real black history maker.
You're darn tootin'. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow. Well, thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, coming up next, uh, Jordan Peele. You guys know him from Comedy Central's Key and Peele. He's going to tell us all about this new horror movie that we've been seeing the trailers to. Woo, it looks scary. It's called Get Out. We'll talk to Jordan Peele after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, coming up, um, Rush Limbaugh said President Obama, check this out. Rush Limbaugh said President Obama had it easy. <laughs> you know oh, really? what? Huh? Let, let's stop with the comparisons uh, and just deal with what we have now. Mm. This is the conservative nominee for President of the United States. Let's quit talking about President Obama. He had it easy because he didn't. No. And who 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 going to explain this story, Shirley? Oh, that one? I am. When okay, we get cool. It, yeah, after the song. And I bet you I'll show you why he didn't have it easy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come back. Uh-huh. I don't even know what it is, but just wait till I hear the story. He said he had it easy now. We'll find out after this. All right, Steve, this is for you. Because <laughs> I know you are chomping at the bit to respond. Talk radio loudmouth, that's what we'll call him. Rush Limbaugh believes that uh, President Barack Obama had it easier while he was president, uh, much easier than President Trump, number 45. And the reason he says Barack Obama had it easier as president is because he's black. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> right. He's one of the ones that gave him a hard time. Right, always, always. Yeah, Yeah, as an attempt to justify the opposition that President Trump is getting right now, uh, Limbaugh said on Fox, of course, that Trump's problems are all about liberal media and people who love Obama lashing out. Obama was the first African-American president. You have everybody falling all over themselves to acknowledge that, to reward that, Rush Limbaugh explained. Obama was going to get everything he wanted in that first year because if anyone opposed it, they were going to be accused of being a racist or bigot or who knows what. Now, that's, hmm. if that's not a case of reverse racism. <laughs> okay. You, you need me to read it again? No, no, no. This is real simple. This is crazy. First of all, Rush Limbaugh. Craziness. You have no idea what it is to be black. Mm-hmm. And I must explain something to you. Even not being the president of the United States, there's nothing easy about it. No. It's no. a very challenging thing to be African American in this country. As I'm sure it's very challenging to be Asian. I'm sure it's very challenging to be Latino. I'm very sure that it's challenging to be Jewish. I think it's very challenging to be gay. I think it's very challenging to come here to try to seek a life that's better than the one you had as an immigrant. I think it's challenging for a lot of people. But for you to say Mm. he got it easy because he was black, that one of the hardest things that I've ever attempted to do was be a man in this country and in this world when I cannot take my skin color and get a break from it 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. There is no break for being black. 
So for you to say he had it easy and then to try to use the liberal media as the reason he had it easy because everything he wanted, he got, excuse me, he got nothing. He got nothing. And it wasn't because of the press. It was because the House and the Senate decided everything he did, we was going to fight it tooth and nail. Mm -hmm. Tooth and nail. And you made this man's first term straight misery. So when he got to the second term, he took the gloves off and said, okay, cool. You won't pass nothing. We're going to have some executive orders. Mm -hmm. It was you all, Rush, who made his life miserable. This president had more death threats against him than any other president in the history of the United States. How easy was that? His wife has been called names. No Uh, other first lady has had to suffer through. mm. No other first lady who proved to be one of the best first ladies we've ever had. Yes, sir. But how is he ignoring? I have nothing against the first lady we got right now. And I don't think it's cool to talk about people's wives and family. No. So I don't I don't think that's cool at all. But you all said he would get nothing through when he became president and you all spent your every waking hour proving it. Thus the rise of the current president that we have now. Because you spent 8 years hating President Obama so bad that you didn't prepare another candidate. Mm. And now we we all sitting here making this work now. And then here's the deal, y'all. We have to make this work. Because guess what we cannot do? We cannot preach the next four, possibly eight years of doom and gloom for us because we have a new president. Jesus, eight? Who don't say eight, don't though? Say that. Don't He's say the president. Eight. Let me let me explain something to you. What, do you understand this? He's likely to be there eight years. Uh-uh, He's campaigning now. He had a rally. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, telling you, man. Yeah. He's campaigning early. Because the people that need to get out and vote, they not going to vote. We saw they not. Sure. Truly, now that he's in office and they see what's going on just in these first few days, they'll wake up and decide that they need to cast a vote in the next election, presidential election. And, and I hate to tell you all this. Ugh, I know. What? And I'm going to say one other thing, too. I'm thoroughly disgruntled with the political system. Yeah. Pressure I'm so sick of this bipartisan mess they doing now. And uh, it's just, it's sickening to me. Anyway, we can... Anyway, we can get Rush Limbaugh to be black for a couple of weeks so he can understand uh, what this is like. Give it to you don't want to sign up. No. <laughs> a weekend. Well, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, hey we back. We got a special guest on the phone. Man, I love this dude, man. Yes. I love this dude, man. I love this dude. I love his partner, man. I ain't never laughed so hard at these two fools. These two fools is on my computer, man. Key and Peel is on my computer. <laughs> I love damn near everything they do. They're funny guys. Really funny. Man, my ass be laughing. Uh, special guest, one of them, he's an actor, comedian, film director, screenwriter, best known for starring in the comedy uh, Central's uh, Key and Peele, uh, and for his five seasons on Mad TV. He's joining us to tell us about 
a new horror movie called mm-hmm. Get Out. I've been watching the clips. Ooh, it looks scary. Yeah, this ain't a comedy. Uh-uh. Uh, that hits <laughs> theaters this weekend. Get Out marks his uh, di- uh, directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, please welcome to the show, one for half of the great team, the one and only my man, Mr. Jordan Peele. Woo-hoo! Welcome, welcome. Right. What's up, Steve? Hey, man, what's going on, boy? Man, your ass okay. is funny to me, man. <laughs> Thank you. Lord. Thank you. Man, your ass. Hey, yeah. look, this 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 is a different turn for me here. This yeah, is it is, man. This ain't funny. Get Out is a horror movie, man. Ooh, it looks so scary. It's a horror movie, my favorite. You know, I just I love I love horror movies because that's where it's 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 a communal experience. You know, going to see a horror movie and it just uh, I wanted to make a movie for for everybody that's ever ever yelled at a TV uh, a movie screen. You know. Get out the house. Mm, right. <laughs> right. I want hey, man, to get, I, so, I so, to so tell us about it, though, man. Okay, so, you know, it, this is basically the horror version of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Okay? So, <laughs> yeah. you have, the setup is you have, you have a black man and a white woman, and they're, they're, uh, they're they've been dating, and they're going to go up to um, meet her parents. And it's all about... First of all, how how all the uncomfortable uh, interactions that you could have in that situation, mm-hmm. and it really is—it's a movie that it's 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 about racism. But uh, you know, I gotta say, you got we got Little Rel Howery in there, who um, is a really funny comedian. I know you know him, um, and, and he he's kind of like he's kind of the voice of the audience in a way. So you get. You know, you basically, this movie's about you know representation in in, in all ways. It's like, you know, we we a, a a black man is the lead of a horror movie, um, and not just the guy that dies first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, right now we got like we got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, Steve. It's it's like it, it, people wow. are seeing these early screenings and just like responding it's it's really i mean it's crazy but it really is horror though i mean this things look straight crazy i saw the look on the dude's face (laughs) i said okay this is not a damn comedy this dude is scared (laughs) for real yeah that's that actor's name okay he's daniel kaluuya and he's he was in a movie sicario Uh, Uh i don't know if you saw that one but he's 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 an amazing he's an amazing actor and you know, when I first went out and, like, you know, you try and find, like, okay, give me, let's find, like, a 26-year-old leading man, black leading man who, who's who's gotten to carry a film. And there's not a lot of guys. There's not a lot of representation. You know, it's Michael B. Jordan, and then it's, like, the list is real short. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you get an actor like Daniel Kaluuya who is, like, and this, this dude, he's a star. He's a star. He's, like, wow. he's like you know, he's, like, Sidney Poitier meets Jimmy Stewart. Um, just, just, uh, wow. a, a, tr- a true, true, um, star and, and the whole, the whole cast, everybody in this, in the movie is just crushes it. Wow. Y'all, we got to get out to the thing. If you're in the horror movie, Shirley, you don't watch horror movies. Do you? I will watch this one, even though it looks scary. I'm just so intrigued now, Monica by it. goes to I'm horror so movies. Tommy it. Jr. Oh yeah. They all go. I'm all for this cause he black. Yeah. <laughs> I know he gonna yeah. survive. Yeah, that's no, I, what's, I, I'm going to see him live. 
<laughs> yep, that's right. I mean, there's you know I've seen this with 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 several crowds, and look, it's like there, there's there's several times that there's cheer moments, like the crowd mm-hmm. goes goes crazy. There's laughs in it. It'll mm-hmm. it'll scare you. You know, I got a couple jump scares in it. It's the whole the whole rain, roller coaster of emotions in this one. Wow. Um, but but people, you know, it's like people people are getting it. And so I think I think it's the type of movie you can't you can't really un, uh, imagine how it could be done in like in a in a tasteful or positive way because mm-hmm. it's so crazy. But you know, we pulled it off, man. I had a good team around me. Wow, I bet it is this Friday, everybody. The movie opens the 24th. You've got to get there. The movie is Get Out. How many times have you been watching a horror movie and said to yourself them two words, Get Out? Even the ghost, the most famous words of any ghost in the movie is Get Out. And you stay your ass in there. This movie, I'm going just to hear Get Out. There is no... If you say it in the house, I probably ain't going to hear it because I'm already outside. <laughs> but congratulations to Jordan yes, Peele, sir. though. We're Jordan so Peele, happy for you. Great job, man. Your directorial debut, man. Much success to you, man. We're going to get to the movies, man. We like stuff like this, man. It opens this Friday in theaters everywhere, man. Make sure when you go to the theater, everybody, like I always tell you, make sure your ticket has Get Out on it. Do not let them give you a ticket until you just go in any theater. That's been a trick they've been pulling to hold down our box down box uh, box office numbers for years. Don't let it happen. Make sure your ticket has get out on it. Best way to do it, just order it online and then have your ticket when you get there. Jordan Peele, my man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you, you. Thank you so much, Take man. Catch you. Big love to you, man. Get All out right. this yeah. Friday in movie theaters everywhere. Let's go. Yeah. Woo. Man. Oh, those Man. trailers look scary. Man. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they look scary. Make sure your ticket got get out on it. Mm-hmm. Man, uh-huh. get out. You know, it, and it's almost like when you see the trailers, everybody's asking, well, is it a comedy horror movie? I know, because a key yeah, and peel, that's yeah. what you're thinking. You know, yeah. you think comedy off the top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you heard him. He said it's straight horror. Hell, I didn't see nothing funny in the I trailers. Uh-uh. Right. Funny. right. <laughs> He looked mortified. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. I said, "Damn, this ain't fu- this ain't funny." <laughs> do a horror movie for wow. Rush Limbaugh? Huh? Mm. Would you say, uh, Junior? I'm gonna do a horror movie for Rush Limbaugh. He don't, he don't know how being black is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do what try and call try to get alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we go down to the bank. It's hard for us to get some money. Oh, get along. Yeah, I, I do want Rush Limbaugh really to find out how easy it is. He had it easy because he was black. He was black. Man. <laughs> Crazy. You don't go somewhere. That's, that's funny. Really, that's really damn, that's damn near funny. <laughs> you got it easy because you black. Really? <laughs> you wish your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, when we come back, uh, there's a new show on BET. It's called The Quad. Some mm-hmm. criticism coming their way, though. We'll tell you what people are in an uproar about right after this. Really? This, yeah. Whoa! Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa. Put the record on. All right, here we go. Talking about this show, The Quad. 
<sighs> I don't know if you guys what? have seen Stop. it. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're not going to do it. No. Good no. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Cat. <laughs> a major fan. I was <laughs> it was right on the tip, huh? <laughs> of your tongue. All right, Deborah Lee and Aniki, Anika Noni Rose, great mm-hmm. actress. They're responding to this criticism of the Quad. The Quad, of course, is the show that comes on BET. It's about college life at uh, HBCUs. Uh, we told you before, HBCU Hampton University President William Harvey wrote an angry open letter about uh, the Quad. Uh, the Quad, of course, is scripted. It's fictional. Did you say his last name is Harvey? Harvey, yeah, William Harvey. I want to forewarn anybody with the last name Harvey, don't try to help nobody. Your ass in the big and a Tom and a sellout, so be careful, Harvey. Go ahead with the story, Cheryl. Anyway, as I was saying, the quad is a scripted drama. It takes place at a fictional, historically black university. Now, despite solid ratings, the show is doing very well. Uh, uh, President Harvey is criticizing the show for Mm. poorly representing HBCUs, calling it a sad um, and uh, degenerating story. Now, BET CEO Deborah Lee and the quad star Anika Noni Rose are responding. In an interview with Ebony Magazine, Deborah Lee said that she had a private conversation with Dr. Harvey. And while she respects his opinion, she stressed to him that, quote, fictional TV has drama. You have good guys and you have bad guys. Now, Anika Noni Rose was, um, she. let's just say she wasn't so PC in her response. She said, Come on. She said the show is fiction based in fact. Uh, she adds that a lot of the issues on the show are taking, taken straight from the headlines of what has happened mm-hmm. at schools. So pretend, so to pretend that these things don't happen is ridiculous. Because it go. does. Yeah. It happens. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah it happens. And I, I think that uh, BET is okay in this case right here. It's just like uh, Alabama State released uh, Dr. Boyd. Uh, for no reason. Now, this woman was a top quality. Hey, man, do you know that this woman has was removed as the president of Alabama State? Do you know this woman is the head now of the Harvard Law Business College? Wow. Mm. Really? Wow. Oh. Explain that to me. Well, How maybe you they'll do that on the quad because they take the, the stories from the headlines, they say. Well, yeah. and, and that ought to be one of them. They can take that storyline because how you get rid of this woman who did all these great things down there at Alabama State, which is a fine college, man. And this woman took it to a whole nother level and had great plans for them. But because some people down there didn't like her, the board votes her off without even a good reason. She broke no laws, didn't take no money, nothing. You know where she ends up at? In the Harvard Law Department, running it. Wow. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after that. Let's get to these back-to-back jams. Come on, cat, let's go. Hey, coming up next, y'all, we about at the end. We got time for just one more thing. We'll tell you about it after the break. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, we got just one more thing. Hey, Steve, you wanted to clear up something hey, yeah, real quick? I, you know, I, I, I made him, I was saying Harvard, I meant Howard. Howard is what I meant. Ah. But people that missed yeah. it? Yeah. 
You want to huh? clear up about the Blame former it. president of Alabama? Well, I was saying that uh, she was she had a new job at Harvard, and it's actually at Howard, the woman who was fired at uh, ASU, which was a horrible mistake, a horrible mistake to remove this woman because they still, when you look over everything, they, there was no valid reason. They had nothing. It was just a. There were people on that board down there who had just gotten on the board the day before and voted against the woman. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's very political down there, what they're doing, man. It's just not, it's not great. It's such a great institution. There's so many great kids down there. such a great campus. She increased enrollment, housing, the engineering department, the educational, the numbers were up. Everything about this woman, they just didn't like her. They wanted somebody else for some, and they don't even have a good reason. A very disappointing association for me, man. This woman was trying to do so many great things at that university, man, and it's just unthinkable. I mean, they cannot explain why, why, they, why they released this woman. They can't explain it. They cannot explain that, but she's going to be fine, though. She's going to be way past fine. And, and that's a sad thing, man, because that's a great student body down there. I fell in love with them kids down there, man. There's some great students down there. There's some great faculty down there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the board. The board needs work, man. So many just people down there, man, just voting. And the way they voted this woman out, man, they put two seats up and added them. And the day the people got added, they voted against the woman. How crazy is that, man? Wow. <clears throat> All right. Well, at least you cleared up the school. Straighten it out. You yeah. just got your H's wrong. That's all. Yeah. Well, that That's that ain't all. even the really important part, really, you know? That's all good. Just kills me, man. Yeah. This other, this, this President Trump, man, okay. We got to talk about these travel costs. Um, How much money is he spending? He going to Florida every five minutes. Yeah, the Washington Post <laughs> is reporting that these three trips that he took over the weekend to Mar-a-Lago, uh, his property down in Florida, probably cost the federal treasury about ten million dollars. That's what? based, yeah, that's based what? on figures used in an October government report analyzing White House travel, including money for Coast Guard units to patrol the exposed shoreline and other military security and staffing expenses associated with moving the apparatus of the presidency. The three Mar-a-Lago getaways, combined with the hundreds of thousands of public dollars spent on Secret Service protection during two international trips Trump's adult sons have taken to promote their father's business, cost taxpayers about $11.3 million over the first months. Months. He's only been in office for a month. Uh, <laughs> for the first month of his pregnant, uh, paying for all this? presidency. Us. Oh, we are taxpayers. Taxpayers. Yes. Paying for mm-hmm. Now listen well, why to this. Is anybody? President we have o- huh? a businessman as the president of the United States. Yeah, that's what we have. Mm-hmm. That's what business people, people are for. expensive. Yeah, because they're used to a certain lifestyle. That's why the first lady don't want to move to the White House. You seen her crib? <laughs> she balling, ain't she? She can go to Key Largo <laughs> or she can go up there at Trump Tower. Why would you go live in the White House? Now, now just to give you some perspective, now, I, I just told you uh, President um, Trump has been in office a little over 30 days now. He's spent already $11.3 million. 
President Obama, by contrast, spent an average of $12.1 million on travel a year. See. He just spent about 10 in a month. A month. We're going to say some money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You ain't vote? Florida better quit complaining. Don't complain, Florida. That's Don't mess right. around. Wake up, y'all. Y'all ain't going to be Florida no more. He just sold y'all overnight. He just sold it overnight. He real estate, ain't he? He sells stuff. Oh, he sell it to who? Oh. Russia. <laughs> Russia gonna own it. And you know what? What's crazy about the statement Tommy just made? I know. I know Somebody what you're gonna will say. print that and put it in the block, and it'll be news on the internet in about forty minutes. Wow. <laughs> Trump selling Florida. Yeah. Like Russia. Kyrie Irving, the world is flat. Yeah, so, man. And then they're gonna blame the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And then, then here you then go. Here you go. Damn cool. Another, yes, another one. And instead of him, made another damn statement. Uh-huh. We passed that now. We good. Mm-mm. It's good. crazy. But, you know, I try to tell everybody, man. <laughs> man, we tripping, man. We got to get ourselves together. We got to keep moving forward. You individually have to move forward. We collectively as a unit and as a people, we have to keep moving forward. You can stop all this complaining, man. Because it ain't going to change a damn thing if you ain't going to do nothing about it. So it's all just go to work, man, and get through this. End of the day. Yeah. Have a great weekend. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, huh? <laughs> yeah, but that's you are wish. leader. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7... U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.